Good afternoon. We are joined by a very special guest today, actually an inspiration of mine. Um, I'm talking about Allison Hagendorf. She is currently the global head of rock for Spotify, but she's done all sorts of amazing stuff like worked with MTV. Um, she knows all your favorite bands and is friends with them, and I'm immensely jealous of that. But I want to talk first about Rock This with Allison Hagendorf. This is a new listening experience with Spotify Originals. Uh, it's part of their new series called Shows with Music. It has great interviews. It comes out once a week, and in between, you get to listen to a lot of great music. Another thing to know about Allison Hagendorf is that she's one of the most important tastemakers in the rock world because she brings everybody together uh, and she has a very cool eye for what's happening around the curve, um, which I, I challenge myself to do and I'm not always great at that. But but anyways, I, I just wanted to welcome you to the show and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm sitting here like in tears. <laughs> that was like the best introduction ever. I'd like to have the, a recording of that and just listen yeah. to that until now. So thank you. <laughs> right. So I wanted to ask you about, you know, First, is how you got into this unique position in the music industry. You know, you've you've obviously been in the game for a while, and you know, I want to take notes and mirror your career. You know, <laughs> you've done so well. Uh, I, I got to tell you that you're just making my week right now. I really need this. <laughs> I've, I'm legitimately a big fan of yours. So oh when they reached God. out, it was really cool. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so glad we're connecting. Yeah, we need for love <laughs> and positivity right now. Right. Good. Absolutely. I, I guess I'll, I'll try to give an abridged version, but you know, I grew up watching MTV and I wanted to be a VJ like right. forever, like not in a funny way. Like I, I like wanted to be an MTV VJ. Right. And I think like by the time I was old enough to be a VJ, I almost feel like that was kind of past. They weren't really doing music anymore. And I just, I was like, I need to just get into music. And I, I, I started when I was in college, I, w I became a Sony college rep and then I won rep of the year. So that when I graduated, I got an offer at Columbia and Epic Records, but I knew that Matt Pinfield worked at Columbia Records. Right. And he was my favorite. I, I wanted to be Matt Pinfield. Mine I just too. Loved his rapport with artists, the credibility, the trust he had, the authority he had, how he was the liaison between the artists and the fans. And like, that's what I wanted to do. And I knew that Matt Pinfield at A&R Columbia Records. So um, I created a position for myself to work with Matt. And, right. you know, I just fell in love with A&R. And Matt and I did A&R together. We worked with bands like Coheed and Cambria. And then I did end up doing A&R myself. And I A&R Lamb of God and a full spectrum of artists. And then I just started, like, hosting events or I would interview bands and, and kind of, make, you know, work my way back into being more of a, like a journalist again. And then Fuse was really the channel that was doing music videos and stuff. And that's where yes. I got my television, you know, debut. And I literally, the first day on the set at Fuse, I cried because I was like, this is <laughs> my dreams have come true. Like, I just always wanted to be in that position. I hosted the Top 20 Countdown. I hosted every festival and just interviewed, you know, a plethora of artists. And that's where I started doing, really doing hosting full on and then, when all the music competition shows came up, I hosted the one on the CW that was called The Next with Gloria Estefan and Nelly and Joe Jonas. I moved to L.A. for the show. And that's when I, as a New Yorker, stopped hating on L.A. Because <laughs> 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 I actually lived there for a right. while. You need to, like, live there and not just visit. So I just fell in love with L.A. And at that point, I feel like the rock scene was really cool. Strip still, and, like, the rock scene, the troubadour. And I just was out and about going to shows and hosting and just really, you know, immersed naturally and organically in the rock alternative scene. And then Spotify was looking for, you know, a head of rock. Right. And uh, 
I was like, it's like this, it was like my, my, everything led me to this moment, you know, and I, I, I love what I do. I feel like I'm doing my best A&R now, you know, scouting unsigned artists, signed artists, right. early artists, you know, and it's just, there's nothing more rewarding for me than artist discovery and right. helping to be a megaphone for, for a new artist. So it's really and, exciting. And if I may add, you know, regarding Spotify, I, th- I found this really cool. So I was up until like three years ago, an Apple music person. I was like, oh, I'll just try Apple music. And then I have a friend of mine, his name is Tyler. And he was always sending me like, there's like the analytics that Spotify offers, like the monthly listeners and all that sort of stuff. For me, it, it gives me a lot of insight. Like, oh, this artist is really blowing up and stuff like that. And he was like, dude, you got to check out Spotify. You got to check it out. And so uh, just if I've used Spotify, but I wasn't on it. And then I got onto Spotify and now I'm hooked. It's such a great, uh-huh. you guys just do music so well, the way the lyrics show on the screen, the video, the entire platform is amazing. But I wanted to ask you, you know, how, what goes into the, the Spotify global head of rock? What does that entail? Um, it's really about, you know, finding gaps or opportunities for a a rock fan, you know? So it's like, you know, when I kind of first started, I was like, we need a playlist that would speak to the full spectrum of rock fan, you know? And and rock is this wonderful celebration of a full spectrum. And I, I happen to really love the full spectrum. I don't, maybe I'm one of the only people I know. Some people like tend to do harder music or alt pop, whatever. I actually do genuinely like all of it. So I was like, how can we create playlists that will speak to all of these different fans? And that's really what it is. It's just creating and curating playlists to celebrate the full spectrum of the genre. Right. And you guys do such a fantastic job at that, you know, and, and I, I encounter so many new artists from Spotify. There was a, like a band from, I think they're from Switzerland. They're from Europe somewhere and it's called Solence and there's like synth infused music. And I think, you know, one of your playlists, I don't know if it was you specifically curating that, but like it got me, you know, I'm like, wow, this is great. And and then it led me down this rabbit hole of different music. And it's such a a unique way to, you know, experiment, experience new music and not everything I'm exposed to, I enjoy, you know, and that's, that's okay. But I'm finding, I think in the past, I think Spotify adds a lot of value because in the past you were sort of, connected to your local radio and that's all you're going to get. And it's, uh, it's a series of five or six different bands. And I may love all of those bands, but I'm not exposed to the newer bands that are putting out quality products as well. So I want to talk about the show. Um, how, how do you, how does this come together and, and how, how are you picking your guests? So um, I'm so excited about this show, right? I- I feel like this has been a long time coming and I know that the community has wanted this. I feel like rock yes. bands are so underserved, you know, it's like, it's rock is alive and well, it's just not the most popular right now. And I'm okay with that because as right. long as the music is great and the culture is here and the communities together, I just wanted to find a show that would help connect all of the things that we love. So right. I wanted the show to be a celebration of past, present and future rock you know so i kind of always give some sort of nod to an anniversary or a birthday or a cultural moment but then it is also new music you need to know and that could be new music from established bands that we've been loving for decades or new music from a brand new artist even an unsigned artist you know like a brand new artist you need to know and then the interviews the first couple episodes have been you know in my opinion very important newer artists you know right I, i think 
that, of course, I love my favorite bands of all time, but I do think for the good of the genre, we do need to evolve the genre and also give a platform to new rock artists. Right. You know, um, Youngblood, Grandson. Exactly. We had Ghost Main last week. So I right. think um, it's also kind of making you question, like, is that rock? Like, I think that's great. You know, I think it's about right. pushing the envelope and celebrating it. But I will tell you, the next couple of episodes are going to be some of like the OGs. Right. And I've linked to it in the description for everybody who's checking this out. And if you're not on Spotify because you're some, for some reason, you know, you're not already there. If the Joe Rogan deal didn't do it for you, I don't know what's (laughs) going to bring you over. I mean, you guys are doing really cool things. I'm going to tell you just for my own self as a business owner, I'm very interested in how Spotify is adding video, you know, um, So I I think that you guys are doing a lot of really cool things in that area. And I could see it. I don't know if Spotify is trying to be like YouTube or anything, but I do appreciate that maybe at some point in the future, I could have another place where I could upload and I'm not all my eggs are in, you know, YouTube or something like that. It's just exciting. And, and the fact that, that Spotify is showing that they're investing in having shows like yours and promoting younger artists, we all win, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. And so I wanted to sort of ask, you know, who do you think is the future of rock? When you see some of these younger artists, who are you looking to that we could be talking about five, 10 years down the road as massive superstars? Sure. I think that one, it's important to have an open mind about rock. And I always say this, but rock has always been a fusion of multiple genres. You know, it's it's never been about being purist or being one thing. It's about taking something that's been done in some capacity before, but making it new and fresh. So I'm always kind of looking at who are the artists that are doing that and fusing multiple genres. So one is about having an innovative sound and two, it is about having that that star power. You know, what does right. this artist stand for? Does this artist care about connecting with fans? I feel like just now connecting with fans is such an important skill set. You know, that's why I had artists like Youngblood and Grandson as just the first two episodes, because I've been following these guys from day one. And I see so much music and I meet so many artists. And I, I just can't speak enough to these two in particular how much they cared, not just about the music, but the message and, and moving things and changing things and evolving things. I think there's, it's really powerful for artists who are also using their music as messaging. Right. That's such a good point. And in, and in a world where there's so many different influencers and there's so much going on, so many different, you know, competing interests for your eyeballs, if you do have that artist that can cut through and attract an audience and, you know, um, Youngblood, I, I was generally aware of, but the recent collaboration with Bring Me the Horizon really yeah. opened my eyes um, as well. I was generally, you know, aware, of course, but um, I've I've seen videos of Youngblood trying to walk down the street and being chased by screaming fans, <laughs> and you just don't see that in rock right now. Yeah. And if we can claim a Youngblood, then we absolutely should. You know, That's it's exactly it's right. And That's and exactly. he and he does have. Uh, Rock to another thing I consider in some regards, and this might be controversial to some of my listeners, but I consider Post Malone in a certain regard. I mean, he's a rock star. How is he not? He's such a rock star. Look, I always say this it's because these young 
kids, these young people were born at a time where rock wasn't necessarily mainstream. You know, it's the kind of thing if they had just been born at a different time, even a couple right. years earlier, they may have been doing rock, but it's just where, you know, what they're surrounded by. But yeah, no, Post Malone is a rock star, 100%. Right. I think his first show was like Corn. I know right. that he loves hard rock. And of course, his Nirvana homage, you know, during the pandemic was so sick. Also, right. he has such an amazing voice. And I think just because the style has been like with, you know, the auto tuning and stuff, you don't always get to hear it. But he's got a right. sick voice. Like he's, right. he's a total rocker. He absolutely is. And, and he's, yeah. he has a deep knowledge of rock and he's always at rock shows and hanging out with various people and showing up everywhere. And like you said, that Nirvana live stream is absolutely amazing. And I find too, that, you know, when you have a guy like Post Malone, one of the things that I think, and I'm, I'm fearful of this for myself too, is I don't want to be that sort of person that goes on and says, well, they've got synths in their music and well, that's not real rock. Yeah, and I'm correct. afraid yeah. because I love bands that, you know, I love the slipknots of the world and I get real caught up in the active hard rock. And maybe I'm biased in terms of that, but that's not to say that, you know, I didn't grow up loving hip hop, country music, pop and, and all different styles. And just because there's more of a mesh that's occurring now doesn't mean that I I think what you're kind of alluding to is that a lot of this is personality based as well, you know? Yeah, I think it's just, I'm with you. I'm not a purist. I, right. I, I'm just like, is this music great? And is it resonating? You know? Um, and also I do care about live shows. So I'm also like, and right. is it great live? Right. Um, so I, I'm not a purist. I'm never like, Oh, there's like the percentage of synth versus real instrumentation, you know, is, is, is it the heart and soul there? Is it the right ethos? Is it the passion? There's so many things that go into making something rock. You know, right. it, 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 sonics are, are a part of it, obviously. Right. I wanted to also ask you too, you know, Spotify is such a, a, a unique platform. And in the age of the internet, it's not so much a problem of it being hard to have your band discovered because there aren't ways to bypass the traditional system. It's that it's hard to almost cut through. And I wanted to sort of ask you, you know, for those who aren't aware, what Spotify does to sort of promote younger artists like these artists that I'm discovering on your playlists? Yeah. I mean, I think what's so cool about Spotify is that any, I mean, I, I think back to like my A&R days for major record labels and like bands would submit demos in and like you'd have stacks of it. Some of them would never even get listened to. And then like how many bands would get signed and those were the only ones that had a chance. Like I just think about how fortunate it is for bands now that if you have a song, there is a platform for it to be heard. Yes. <laughs> you know, like that's a gift in itself. Um, but, you know, the system we have artists.spotify.com anyone can submit music to we it, it all gets to us you know right. so we really do go through all the songs and the the playlists are such a platform for new artists i mean i you know i i, I love artist discovery so i'm yes. always trying to find spots to showcase new artists it's a passion of mine uh, and also that, you know, Spotify has like the radar program and radar is really focusing on, you know, in fresh finds, like all these kind of things about artist discovery. It's important. It's right. important to us. And it's really important to me for sure. Right. It's working good too for, you know, I'm, I'm a big podcast aficionado and obviously, and um, it's, it's working well for that too. I love that Spotify is just sort of becoming a place for the arts in general. And mm -hmm. it is, um, 
it's just, you know, the video edition that seems to be rolling out and all of that different stuff. It just is, is it could be a central place for all things entertainment. And it's, it's already that, you know, obviously it's massively influential, but it it's just, there's a lot of growing room for Spotify that you're really not seeing anywhere else. And with Spotify's growth, you have that opportunity for these younger bands I can say in the last two to three years, the majority of my discovery of new artists has happened on Spotify and you know, it's just crazy. So I don't know if it's you, are you, how involved are you in that curation process? Oh, I'm very involved. (laughs) I'm curating. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 uh, it's exciting. I think there's nothing more rewarding to, to give an artist maybe their first ad or their first You know, I've, I, so many artists have connected with me. I, I use my Instagram a lot. You know, we've connected right. at Allie Hagendorf is that I really do try to answer and respond to as many people as I can. I love connecting. And I, I think that, you know, the, the power of a playlist is to be a connection with the artists and to connect artists with other artists and artists with fans. And it's just this, this wonderful place for the community. Right. I would imagine too, um, that it could also be a very punishing experience for you as well, where I think you might be overloaded with content, <laughs> unfortunately, and it's yeah. all good content, but it's just too much to sift through. What's the best way for somebody to the right way submit their band? Yeah, I mean, it's just making sure that you submit it. And when you do submit, you have the option to tag, you know, as many genres that, that are right. applicable to you. And I, I do recommend... Uh, you know, selecting as many as you can because right. that will get it in front of as many people internally just to, to see and celebrate. And also, you know, it's using sh- social media and like, you know, driving back and do, doing your own playlist. I take all of that into consideration. And we, I, I miss the live shows because that was such another right. wonderful way to connect with everyone to to go see bands and to connect with the community there as well. Right. Well, listen, I know you have a crazy busy schedule listening to all of these new bands, so I don't want to hold you up too much longer. (laughs) I just wanted to ask you one more question. I was curious about how you know about this more than anybody. What advice would you give to a younger artist that is looking in the modern world uh, to get their band out there into the stratosphere? Um, I think that is, it is the wild, wild West right now. And, and in a way that's very overwhelming, but at the same time, there's so many opportunities and tools for artists to use. So my, I guess my advice is first, make sure your music is great. You know, right. work on your craft, work on your skill set. like practice, practice, practice. I think Tom Morello talked about his early days. I think he practiced like nine hours a day. I mean, that's wow. what it takes to get that great. Um, but of course the music has to be great. And then it's also, again, I think it's connecting. I think that bands don't happen in a vacuum. I think the community is really important. I think the yes. camaraderie is really important. I think supporting other bands are important. So I think it's about making sure your music is great. And then it's connecting with the fan. I think connecting with your fans is so important. And it's about the musical, you know, making sure you have your musical prowess is where it needs to be. And then the human connection, the musical connection is there as well. Wow. That's extremely valuable insight. And I'm so thankful for your time. Again, for those of you who are watching out there, I encourage you all to check out Rock This with Allison Hagendorf over on Spotify. If you don't have a Spotify membership already, don't make my mistake. 
Don't wait till it's too late. They may run out or something. Who the heck knows? Get on Spotify. It's an awesome platform. Um, and again, rock this with Allison Hagendorf. They've got Young Blood up now, Grandson, Ghost Mane. And as Allison alluded, there's some OGs coming. So you I'm don't want to miss you. this show. And I also think you're going to be psyched. It's every Friday, by the way. Yes. It's every Friday. But I think you guys are really going to like this Friday and what's coming up next. I'm loving it. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. So thank you so much. And if you ever want to come back on the show, if you if I haven't annoyed you too much already, please come back soon. Oh, I would, I would absolutely love to. Let me know. We'll do it awesome. again. Awesome. Thank you so much. Cool. Thank yep. you.